Mainstream financial media this week, citing the World Gold Council with semi-transparent and some still private information provided by Metals Focus, stated that through the first three quarters of this year, 2023, global central banks are collectively again on trend to buy more gold bullion by tonnage than ever before. Through the first three quarters into the year, central banks have bought 800 metric tons or just over 25.7 million ounces collectively. That's more gold bullion than they bought through quarter three in last year's record-breaking year, 2022. Last year, 2022, was by far the most gold bullion central banks have bought on record since record-keeping began around World War II. Central banks have been net sellers of U.S. bonds over the last few years and have been aggressively diversifying on net into more official gold bullion reserves. Even with the fastest rise in U.S. rates in recent decades, Gold has consistently outperformed bonds over the last three years, and this chart suggests that this central bank gold bullion buying spree will continue, with later on institutional investors following after rising spot prices forces them to do so. One of the largest recent buyers of gold bullion has been the Central Bank of Poland, whose president recently was quoted stating some of the following rationales for why they are aiming to have 20% of their sovereign wealth allocated to gold bullion to come. Poland currently holds about 11% of its reserves in gold, but the Bank of Poland's president has recently indicated the buying will likely continue. Quote, this makes Poland a more credible country. We have a better standing in all ratings. We are a very serious partner, and we will continue to buy gold. The dream is to reach 20%. He went on to further state, gold will retain its value even when someone cuts off the power to the global financial system, destroying traditional assets based on electronic accounting records. Of course, we did not assume that this will happen, but as the saying goes, forewarned is always insured. And the central bank is required to be prepared for even the most unfavorable circumstances. That is why we see a special place for gold in our foreign exchange management process. Smaller Eastern economies like Malaysia have been aggressively reallocating long-term sovereign wealth savings into gold bullion, likely over bonds and other underperforming asset classes of late. The Thai Central Bank has increased its gold holdings over the last three years as it's diversified its investments. The head of Malaysia's reserve management stated a few of the following reasons why they've been increasing their stack of official gold bullion of late. Quote, asset allocation has become more challenging. We need to create a resilient portfolio against all shocks and changes around us. So diversification is the key issue. Gold prices move in different direction to bond prices and prices of other assets that we can invest. It's a hedging tool during high inflation and political uncertainty, as well as geopolitical events. It's good for risk diversification. One of the biggest buyers of gold bullion this 21st century is the Russian Federation. And judging by proven gold ore in her ground, one should expect that they'll continue stacking more official gold bullion this decade and perhaps onwards. While China's central bank has been the number one central bank official gold bullion buyer over the last near full year now, it's the younger, increasingly wealthy Generation Z in China that's surprisingly buying gold at a massive clip. Most of China's consumer gold at the moment in private gold bullion sales and high-grade gold jewelry sales is reportedly being bought by their young Gen Z generation. Chinese citizens aged 18 to 34 years old also collectively possess the most buying power amongst all other Chinese age groups. Given that through the remainder of this decade, the largest sectors in population increases of wealthy people and consumers, it's going to be split amongst massive gold-buying citizenries of India and China, respectively. So, one should expect 
their collective bid on gold price climbing in the future will remain robust and ongoing. All while this week leveraged electronic derivatives gold futures trading hours during New York had kept the current spot prices in polite check as we consolidate near the eventual support line of $2,000 an ounce. We witnessed this week the world's largest debt-to-GDP nation of Japan announce they're launching $110 billion stimulus and claim it will help fight ongoing fiat Japanese yen inflation and currency debasement to come. We are apparently now at the point where politicians say virtually anything as they bribe their constituents with stimulus payoffs to try and keep their approval ratings from tanking. One look at the ongoing runaway price of gold and Japanese yen should remind silver bulls out there about how it will likely look once silver eventually begins its manic outperformance of gold later this bullion bull cycle. A similar can be suggested for platinum, of which Japan is a respectively large buyer of in both bullion and jewelry formats. Turning now to a supposed safe haven nation located in the European continent, the nation of Switzerland announced that their regulators are bracing for further upcoming bank runs to come. Of course, since Credit Suisse failed and was taken over by UBS just a little while ago, it's likely that UBS is bound to have trouble of its own soon enough. Surely there will be another Swiss bank failure to come. Um, pick your list, I'm not really sure which, but UBS at the moment has already been staggering their client withdrawals with time delays, exit fees, all to likely slow down the current quiet bank runs that are probably happening there. UBS savings account terms reportedly only allow withdrawals of 50,000 Swiss fiat francs per year. Larger amounts require three months of notice with a half percent fee for any withdrawals beyond the stated 50K limit, all while offering the running for their life UBS clients a paltry 75 basis points on saving accounts under 50,000 and a pathetic 30 basis points on Swiss savings account holdings beyond 50,000. Sounds like a good zombie bank to be with, huh? One look at how the current yearly gold price chart in Switzerland is now poised to break out and begin running to new price highs year after year. And we can just imagine how much room eventually outperforming silver will have to move to keep and eventually outpace gold's performance. Stick around after this brief message, we're gonna look at more United States specific charts, data and facts of this building global bullion bull market unfolding. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Smash the like button if you enjoy these bullion market updates. Subscribe to our channel here for weekly bullion market updates with exclusive bullion service offerings like this one. The worst day on Wall Street since the crash of 1987. We're now down 43%. This could be the most serious recession in decades. Protect your retirement with gold and silver IRAs. Learn more at sdbullion.com backslash IRA. Silver and gold markets were mixed through this week's trading. The spot silver price finished over $23.20 an ounce bid price, while the spot gold price closed just under $2,000 an ounce bid. The spot gold silver ratio sank to close at 85 on silver's relative strength over gold in trading this week. This week, the Fiat Federal Reserve continued to pause its last few year record pace rate hike cycle. Today, we decided to leave our policy interest rate unchanged and to continue to reduce our securities holdings. Given how far we have come, along with the uncertainties and risks we face, the committee is proceeding carefully. 
We will make decisions about the extent of additional policy firming and how long policy will remain restrictive based on the totality of the incoming data, the evolving outlook, and the balance of risks. In this 21st century gold bullion bull market, there have already been three prior rate hike pause to cutting cycles. All have led to varying degrees of gold spot price climbs and relative outperformance of gold versus other asset classes. It remains to be seen how this next pause to eventual cutting cycle might play out. But we can also examine how rate cutting cycles have not typically been good for stocks in this 21st century. Often when they occur, it was during bear markets at the time. It remains an interesting thought exercise for me at the moment to wonder by when and what S&P price level the spot gold price will reach parity equal with again. By which year that will happen and at what number. Quick follow-up. During Jerome Powell's Q&A with their approved financial media press, he was asked about the current program to help stave off bank runs from earlier this year. The question about banking stresses, uh, you talked about how the banking system is resilient. Uh, of course, part of the resilience of the past year stems from the, the bank term funding program that you launched in March. Um, given that bond prices have not recovered, that unrealized losses are probably mounting, how likely is it that you might have to extend that program uh, in March next year? Um, good question. We're, we haven't really we haven't really been thinking about that yet. We, uh, um, you know, it's it's November one, and that's a decision we'll be making in the first quarter of next year. The BTFP program is preventing a cascade of bank failures that could occur if the current roughly 1.5 trillion of unrealized losses in the U.S. Treasury bond market had to be realized by banks. The program reportedly ends in March 2024. And of course, the fiat financial powers that be have certainly been thinking about this ongoing covert bank run cover-up. They are looking to lower the barriers of the, quote, too-big-to-fail labels for failing banks and financial institutions ahead. The U.S. Treasury announced a new record net issuance for Q4 2023 to end the year, uh, citing that they will issue $776 billion for Q4, which will inevitably add to the ongoing U.S. debt quagmire that we are building higher and higher. Of course, this entire quagmire is mostly going to be met by devaluing the underlying fiat currency of issuance, the fiat U.S. dollar that we underlying it all with, while also eventually defaulting on unsaved for promise piles coming due in the decades upcoming. Hopefully you understand the basic arithmetic and math here, and that it's likely going to help propel this bullion market into another eventual mania phase ahead, and that you are prudently allocated accordingly so. That's going to be all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always, to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this video, hit the like button and share it with those you love. Subscribe to our channel and hit that alert button so you know when we publish new bullion market updates.